You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. So have you noticed how life seems to come with problems? Whatever you do, there seems to be a problem attached. Solve that problem and hey presto, is a different one. Wouldn't it be lovely to just be problem free? Like, What if you could make it so that your life had no problems whatsoever? Well, in this episode, I'm going to give you three reasons why that would be terrible for your well-being. And I'm going to let you know what you're best aiming for instead. So here's the three reasons why no problems are a bad idea. First of all, it's unattainable. Secondly, life would bore you. And thirdly, life would be no fun. Now, I know that one sounds strange, but bear with me. Let's look at the first one. It's unattainable. So here's a surefire way to accomplish misery. Set yourself a goal that isn't possible. That way, you'll always be striving for something that can't happen. And yet, because you think it should be happening, you'll feel miserable. You'll spend your life in a constant state of lack. The standard that you set for yourself will never be met. And you'll go through life feeling like a constant failure. Now, there are not many people who are disappointed in themselves for their inability to fly. But if we'd all been misled into thinking that flapping our arms should result in flight, then we'd all be pretty down on ourselves. As you've noticed, whatever you do, a problem will show up. For instance, I remember hearing an interview with a therapist who worked only with the world's richest people. One of them had a yacht that was so big that he couldn't find anywhere to dock it. You see, even when you can afford a big yacht, guess what? You get a problem to go with it. And it sends your blood pressure up a tick in the same way that my problems do. So problems are everywhere. And it can seem a right pain in the neck at times. But here's the strange part. Getting rid of problems for good would be even worse. Why? Because you'd be bored. I mean, really, really bored. There's a strange thing that appears every day in everyone's daily newspaper, and it's a grid of boxes called a crossword puzzle. So there you are, happily eating your breakfast cereal, and suddenly they give you a problem. There are these gaps in the grid for words to go in, but they don't tell you what the words are. They don't just show it complete. No, they give you clues So you have to puzzle out what word is meant to go where. These puzzles are very popular. I know some people who only buy the newspaper because this puzzle is in it. They're literally buying a problem. Why? Well, because it adds interest to the day. Dog owners know this too. There are two ways to give a dog a treat. One is to hand it the treat. The other is to lock it within a puzzle. There are toys specially designed for this. Now your dog's having a great old time. 
You see, problems make life interesting, so much so that we often choose them. Like that person who only buys the paper for the crossword puzzle. Go to any bookstore and you'll see entire sections dedicated to puzzle books. Books just filled with problems, which suggests something else. Problems can be fun. The video game industry is worth $135 billion each year. $135 billion each year. That's a lot of money. And it's all generated from people eager to have problems. All video games involve solving problems, and if they didn't, nobody would buy them. Solving problems is what makes it a game. Take the problems away, and it's not a game anymore. It's just something dull. Take golf as an example. Now, it's pretty easy to put a ball into a hole in the ground. Just bend down and drop the ball in. Job done. But that's no fun at all. So they make it problematic on purpose. They make you stand hundreds of yards away from the hole. Then they make it so you can only put the ball in the hole by hitting it with a stick. It's only fun when there are problems. Now think of anything that you enjoy doing. It's laden with problems and challenges to overcome. And without that right level of challenge, there's no fun and we become bored with it. So let's have a recap. So we've seen that there are three good reasons why being problem free is no good for us. First, it's unattainable. How can we be happy pursuing something that isn't even possible? That sets us up for failure and is a recipe for disgruntlement. Even the billionaire with the luxury yacht had problems. Second, life would to be boring. Think of those days when you've been bored. How do you fix it? Well, often we give ourselves a problem like a crossword puzzle or some kind of project. And if not, we'll enjoy watching someone else deal with a problem like a cookery programme on TV or a drama. Can you imagine a story where the hero faces no problems? And finally, life would lose its fun. The only reason why games are popular is because they have problems artificially added. There doesn't have to be a dragon guarding the gold in your computer game. We don't have to make it so we hit the golf ball with a long awkward stick, but we do. Because it's more fun that way. So, let's have a conclusion. Because I promised that I'd tell you what we should be aiming for instead. So it's worth noting that when we lack problems, we often choose to invent them. Not because we're masochists, but because the right kind of problem is actually fun. And this is the key phrase, the right kind of problem. After all, many problems are a pain. But instead of aiming to eradicate our problems, a better way is to upgrade them. Get better problems, maybe even problems that are fun to deal with. Now think of a movie director seeking an actor for the lead part in a movie. And none of the people who've auditioned can act. What's the director to do? Now this is a lousy problem. 
Suddenly, though, three great actors appear and give amazing auditions. But of course, there's only one lead part. So which of these incredible actors gets the part? Which one? It's still a problem. But now it's a better one. So if you still had problems, but tomorrow's are a little bit better than today's, what might they be? And given that some problems are better than others, what are the better problems on the next rung up, your ladder? Better still, what problems would you enjoy trying to solve? Perhaps having problems that are fun to solve is the very definition of enjoyable work. But interestingly, it's also the very definition of play. If you found this episode useful, please do share it so other people can get the benefits as well. If you'd like to work with me directly, I'm Alan Parry, and you can find more about me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And of course, you don't have to be local to me because I work online, so you can be based absolutely anywhere. And of course, please subscribe to the podcast as well because it's absolutely free and it means that you'll never miss an episode again. So thanks for listening and I'll see you again on the next one.